What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. Uh, it's Monday. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, not sure what went down this past weekend. I not really been paying that much attention. I know we got some stuff coming up in the next two weekends. We got uh, KBF down at the uh, Ohio with the East West Harbor. Uh, and then the f- next weekend, we got the Susky with the uh, with Hobie. Uh, but not sure what we missed this past weekend. Uh, so if you did something special, let me know. Love to hear from you. But uh, me, I didn't really do much. Uh, I went fishing uh, s- Saturday and Sunday. But uh, man, it's been it's been rough lately. Uh, I hadn't really been uh, putting the putting the numbers, man. Uh, but uh, it's July. It gets like that sometimes. But uh, got a tournament coming up this weekend, a local one. Uh, so hope I'll get some shit figured out and uh, perform well. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, man, it's been a. Uh, it's been nice, man, not having a tournament. Uh, I got to hang out with the family. Uh, my dad came in town. I'm sure you guys all care about that. Um, but, but whatever, dude. I'm, I'm running out of things to talk about. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, the Susky, that's where my mind's at right now. Um, kind of regret signing up for it, but uh, I'm sure that will all change when I get down there. But it's just one of those things. I don't know much about that kind of that style of fishing, so uh, we'll see, man. Uh, Jake Harshman's been talking to me. Uh, this, this, this episode with uh, – Travis Von Newman. We talked a lot about river fishing, man. Like I'm really trying to figure it out. I love to perform well, and plus it's just you know it's a new skill or a new tool for the toolbox because you know it's be nice to go around anywhere and just be able to fish. Uh, so I don't know. We talked a lot about um, a lot about uh, river fishing, but uh, yo, Travis, cool dude, man. Uh, recently, a few weekends ago, won the uh, Hobie event on Lake Champlain. Uh, he's a guy that wrote smallmouth rule, small rule on his hand. So every time uh, they judge his fish, they would see that smallmouth rule written on his hand. But a uh, fun guy. Uh, but, yeah, he, he, he loves fishing river. That's mainly all he fishes. And uh, what better person to bring on the show as I get ready for uh, my trip down to PA to fish the Susky. So uh, I asked a lot of dumb questions, guys. Uh, you know, there's a saying. Uh, I remember when I was in the military, they're always like, there's no such thing as a stupid question. I disagree. There's a lot of stupid questions, and I asked a bunch of them. But, uh, you know, this this podcast, it's about drinking beer. It's about talking shit. It's about learning, teaching. It's, it's whatever, man. I got no no real agenda with this shit but you know i wanted to look i wanted to tell someone about river fishing so i got someone who knows about river fishing so um a lot of good information for all the other dummies out there who share who share this this problem of not knowing everything uh i'm sure there's some of you guys who just know fucking everything and so this might not be the episode for you but uh this was this was this was more toilet tailored to me in my upcoming challenges so uh i, I was really i feel really fortunate sometimes to have this podcast where i could bring guys like travis on to uh, teach my punk ass some shit. So uh, awesome conversation. Uh, hope to see. I can't wait to see what this guy does. I mean, first place, got a, got a half a season left. Who knows? Uh, maybe he can rack up some points or whatever. But uh, I look forward to hearing from him again. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Like I said, it's mainly towards uh, river fishing. We talked about some other stuff too. But uh, but yeah, man. Um, other than that, uh, we'll pick the sponsors real quick, huh? Uh, Sticks Fishing. Uh, they've been great to me, guys. Uh, this is a great company. Uh, Travis Moran, uh, Nick, the informative fisherman, uh, guys who love fishing and they love teaching fish and they, people how to fish. And they love, they love getting, getting people on fish. So, uh, check them out, man. They make six rods, uh, all the way from a, you know, finesse to a heavy punching rod. Um, but these six rods, man, you can fish any technique, any lure within these six rods. 
and they're color coordinated, they're numbered for all the other stupid people out there who need that kind of shit. I need it. That's why I got with them. But I've been fishing the rods for two years. They're light. They're durable. Um, just, just, just all, good all-around rods, and they're only hundred dollars a piece. They're able to, to make them this cheap because they cut up the middleman. You order from them. Uh, they got, I think it's f for six rods, it's five hundred dollars. Um, they got a, you know, a buy them, try them. You know, you buy them in nine days. You don't like them, you send that shit back. But uh, also go to their website, uh, sticksfishing.com. They got a tutorial, uh, all kinds of cool information there. I mean frog whatever like whatever you're interested in. like I, i've been watching the frog fish one that nick's put out uh but there's some, some finesse stuff just shit that they've been doing through over the years all kind of consolidated to this and they're constantly building new ones and you should definitely check it out it'd be worth your time uh also check out x-zone lures uh can't say enough about their plastics man the colors the, the i mean the session worms been money for me lately uh they got a stick bait uh true center that i love and also their swimmers. They got three different sizes for that. Check them out, man. Find a color that works for you, right? But, uh, dude, uh, use discount code uh, capital D, capital W, 15. Get yourself a discount. Um, Rogue Fishing Company. I've already lost a few rods this year. Uh, my fault. But it is what it is. But, dude, they, they make gear to save your shit. If you lose your shit, that's on you. Especially your cell phone. You got to have a cell phone lander. You got to have that shit because... Uh, if you're in a tournament, you lose your phone, it fucks everything up, right? The tournament's over. It's gone. And now, if you're like me, you use your phone for everything, how the hell am I going to get back home? Because I ain't got a map. I, I don't have a GPS anymore. So it's important that I don't lose my shit. So they make gear to save your, sheer, uh, save your gear. Uh, just use discount code DARKWATERS and avoid the, the heartache. Um, uh, we're also, DARKWATERS is also powered by Dakota Lithium. Those guys have been really great to me. Uh, make sure you check them out. They make the best battery in the business. These lithium batteries are the shit. They're power box. You got to have one, guys. You have to have one. But, yeah, those are the sponsors. Those guys who take care of me. Uh, check them out. Use those discount codes. They help out the podcast. That's if you want shit. If you don't want it, don't worry about it. But, uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Uh, got a lot of shit. We still got – the year's already gone by so fast. I can't believe we're already halfway through July. Uh, got a few big tournaments left, and then – Damn, I, I got to start hunkering down, get ready for winter, I guess. But, uh, no, I'm looking forward to uh, the Susky. I have not played August at all. I know uh, the Winnie Visaki or whatever with the Elite Kayak Fishing, I'm definitely going to do that one. Maybe lacrosse. I don't know for Hobie. It depends on how I do at the Susky or not. I might just do it anyways. But, I don't know. This season's just winding down pretty quick, man. Um, the year's just flown by. So, I don't know. Got to get after it. But, uh, anyways, guys been wasting your time uh enjoy the episode uh make sure you f do me a favor go to youtube subscribe because supposedly that's how you make money i don't know i don't have that many followers so uh if you're a fan of the show we're on youtube go subscribe i got a patreon account out there too i gotta start doing more shit with that sorry uh but if you want to help the podcast there's a way to help the podcast if not the show will go on because there's not much that goes into it so but anyways guys i'm done rambling have a great week. I got another episode coming out tomorrow, and we're rolling. I'll talk to you guys soon. Ciao. What's up, Travis? Thanks for doing this, man. How you been?
Hey, pretty good. Pretty good, man. I, I appreciate you having me on. I've uh, been going back listening to some of your other podcasts and it's really cool. What you're, really cool what you're doing. Oh man, well, I appreciate that, but been trying to get you on for, well, not, I, I won't say I haven't been trying to get you on for a while. Cause usually after someone wins a tournament, everybody wants to talk to you. So I kind of like, I like kind of leave you alone for a little bit and let all the, other, the, you know, the better podcasts uh, get their show or get, you know, get their episodes and things. But uh, I want to talk to you personally because uh, I fish the same event as you fished. Um, yeah. And, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting into, and we'll talk about that later, but I'm going to make this episode a little bit about myself because I got the, uh, the Susky coming up here in a few weeks as well. So, but before we really get into this thing, man, uh, you got to introduce yourself just in case someone doesn't listen to those other podcasts. Kind of so people kind of know who you are before we you know, really start talking about things. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Travis Von Newman. Um, I am in Columbus, Ohio. I grew up in Dayton, Ohio, uh, just as a, you know, as a kid, I was just like a wading river fisherman, uh, got into kayak fishing, you know, around 16 or so just for fun. Then I went to college at Ohio university and joined the fishing club there. And, uh, my interest in fishing really took off. And, uh, on a spring break trip, uh, in college, I actually went down to Florida and, and really got into tournament fishing by fishing a river bassin event, uh, on that spring break trip, I went down there with some buddies just to fish the panhandle rivers of Florida. I wasn't really doing the party in spring break thing. We were doing, you know, just fishing, kayak fishing rivers. And from let me, there, let me, let me ask you, what, what rivers are you talking about? I'm from the panhandle. I'm from uh, Panama City, Florida. Okay. Uh, what, what rivers are you talking about? I know a lot of creeks like Ikafana and, and some of those, but is that what yeah. we consider rivers now these days? Uh, yeah, yeah. Rivers, creeks, anything flowing really. Um, for, for the, for those trips, I went two, two years in a row there in college. Uh, it was the Wakulla river, the St. Yep. Mark's river and the Wasissa river. Okay. Um, and then after I graduated, uh, I actually ended up moving down to Lake city, Florida, and okay. I was there for like a year and a half, really got to explore, you know, the Suwannee river system. Um, then I moved out to Pensacola, got to fish those rivers out there. And, uh, this whole time I was just fishing the river bass and tournament trail that drew Gregory ran really hard. So I was traveling the country fishing places like the Susquehanna and, you know, I went fish rivers in Texas, just all over the place really. And, um, after that died down, uh, the river bass and trail, I've just been doing a couple KBF events here and there, whenever I think there's a river inbounds that I could fish uh, and do okay in. And, uh, just this year was my first uh, first Hobie event, and uh, it turned out pretty well. So I managed to just stumble upon uh, the right size fish two days in a row and uh, got the win there. And uh, the cool thing for me is I, I was born in Plattsburgh, New York. So uh, okay, I can't really claim it. My family moved away, uh, you know, when I was like three months old. My dad was in the military, so, you know, I can't really claim it. But growing up, I always wanted to, you know, wanted to go back fish there because uh, – just because I was born there. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So that's crazy. Florida, New York, you've been all over the place. Um, yeah. So, so if I didn't, if I'm not mistaken, you said you kind of choose a lot of your tournaments if they, if you can find a river system on it. Is that, is that, is that, is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. For the most part, like, you know, that river bass and trail background, you know, that was all rivers. That's what I'd like to do. That's what I do for fun. Still. Uh, I, I'm currently up to 99 rivers spanning uh, 15 different States. Um, so that's kind of my thing. And then, yeah, if I'm picking a tournament, I usually like to, like to have some good river options, but yeah. I did not, I did not fish rivers for, for Lake Champlain. Um, 
I, I was actually on on the north end of the lake there. Uh, yeah, just yeah. I, uh, that, that was crazy in itself because uh, the north end. It, it was one of those weird things where like everyone knew they should have gone to the north end, but only a few people had the uh, <laughs> the cojones to go up there and actually do it. Yeah, I didn't really have like a plan B or a plan C. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting the the wind and the waves. You know, as people have heard, you know it. You know, there were three, four foot waves rolling at that north end, and uh, I just I, I found one good fish pre fishing and uh, just decided to commit to it. And I mean, it, it it took work. It it was it was exhausting on me. You know, both mentally and physically, just trying to. You know, not flip, even though I did flip my kayak both days. But yeah, I didn't really have a backup plan. I actually had fished that area in college during the college FLW tournament. Mm -hmm. And I just remembered there being a lot of fish in that area. And since we were there a little bit earlier in the summer than I, than I would fish there in college. Um, Cause in the college FLW series, you fish on like a pro's boat. They like would take you out. Um, my school didn't have a bass boat. So the pro's boat we were on, I remember him telling us like the fish we were catching shouldn't have been there that time of year. It was like later in the summer. They're like, they should really be a lot deeper. And since we were going up earlier um, and, and I didn't, I didn't have a, you know, a thermometer or anything, you know, I don't have any electronics. So I didn't know the water temp, but people were saying the temperature was pretty, pretty cool, pretty chilly. So um, the, those fish just happened to be pretty shallow. I, I got lucky really. Everything just lined up perfectly. So like you went out there with your uh, your Jackson Kilroy, yeah. No fish finder. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and you know, like, I mean, like a lot of people, like I mean, went up there with like some high, you know, highly sophisticated, yeah. uh, you know, equipment and stuff, and uh, mm -hmm. it struggled, you know. Um, yeah. And you just have you just asked someone what the water tents were, and you went out and you, and you found them. Yeah, yeah. It it just got lucky, you know. It was yeah. like, you know, I guess growing up, you know looking at bass fishing tips you know you hear when the wind's blowing you know to to fish the the side the wind's blowing too because it's going to push you know pretty right. much the whole ecosystem that way the bait fish will you know follow the the plankton going that way and then the the bass will follow the bait fish and uh that i i think that's kind of what happened i, I don't really know i know it's supposed to be a good smallmouth area where i was at um you know if you google you know, Lake Champlain, it's listed as one of the good smallmouth areas, and that's where I like right. to be. So, yeah, just got lucky. Well, let me, well, let me ask you this, though, because that, this, I think there's different kind of smallmouth. I don't even know if you really consider, like, the uh, – and you know way more. I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm a little overwhelmed. I kind of regret signing up for the Sussie. I've never fished that kind of water before. I know I'm probably going to feel different once I get down there, but mm -hmm. just in my mind, it just sounds completely, like, just – it's just not what I'm used to fishing. Like they have really shallow and then even like faster moving currents. And, you know, I, I fish places like Champlain and, and, yeah. uh, Oneida Lake, Onondaga, Cayuga, like all those kind of New York fisheries, which are just, you know, it's kind of like big lakes. Uh, but the, the yeah. smallmouth are different though, in the sense that they're deep usually like, I mean, and, and they go out there and target smallmouth during a, uh, during a tournament, unless it's like springtime, um, or whatever, you know, post or a pre, uh, pre spawn or whatever. But they're deep. They're out there. They're they're sitting on rocks, you know, mm -hmm. away from the shore, uh, which is one of the reasons why I stuck, you know, shallow fishing over there uh, when I was up there in Champlain. But uh, how are you gonna go out there without without electronics and, and figure something out that out? Because I mean, they're, they're, these like I said, these smallmouth are different than the ones that are used to targeting in the yes. river systems, correct? And you would know that better than I would. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I mean, you went out there blind and and you fish a species that I don't know. If you were told me you were out there like targeting like 
you know, largemouth, you know, you're, you're trying to find the grass area, the yeah. or whatever. It, it's easy to target that, but smallmouth, that's like, it's something I wish I was better at. Cause I, I live in such a great smallmouth fishery uh, yeah. all around me that I should, that, you know, it's something I, I should really invest in, but I just, I just haven't gotten that good. So it's not something I really bank on for tournaments yet. Uh, but here you are. And I saw you, I was looking at your limit again today on your Instagram. I'm like, such a big ass smallmouth. Uh, but you know, like, how, how, why would you even think about uh, targeting smallmouth in a situation like that? I thought maybe you were you found some shallow water or something. Up, I've never been up the north end. I thought maybe you found a river or something like that, and that's where yeah. you beat them up at. But no, you know, you're telling me that you didn't. But so, how, what was kind of like? How do you, how did you? What did you see that made you really want to start? You know, the fish there, the way you did, or anything. You don't gotta give out any secrets or anything. I'm just curious yeah. what made you what, what made you do that without the uh, the fish finder and and you know, the boat that you're on and things like that. Yeah. Um, well, I, I wouldn't have done done as well as I did if the conditions weren't what they were. Um, I, I think if things were calmer and sunnier, I, I think those fish would have been a lot more spread out. And I was expecting to come up here and maybe try to fish deep um, w without electronics. Yeah, I know that's, you know, kind of you know, fighting a losing battle there against everybody who's got them. But uh, I was just going to go out there and, and just try to find hard bottom and just try to feel the bottom, you know, throw, okay. I like to throw a little finesse jig or, you know, you know, I was, I was planning on going out there and drop shotting and, and just trying to feel the bottom and finding and just finding rocky or hard bottom and just finding them that way. But the, the conditions, the way they were, I wasn't able to go out far from the bank at all. Um, right. You know, I cut across, you know, a, a channel, I cut across a bay and then just fished a point and I wasn't able to really paddle that far off of that point. And I kind of just had to sit on it or, or paddle around it. I was just getting blown back into it all day. And I just, I anchored up in really shallow water and kind of hid tucked behind uh, some rocks that were blocking some of the wind. Um, and I really didn't move around much at all, all day. I just, if the conditions weren't the way they were, I, I would not have had a pile of fish there. I would have been able to move around a little bit more and, you know, find it, but I wouldn't have been catching giants all day long. Like I was. So, um, so it, it was kind of an accident, like how it all played out. Right. Yeah. I, I was planning on fishing. I was planning on actually doing like, and I did this float trip day one, um, put in at one boat ramp and take out in another, at another, cause my girlfriend was there and she was able to just move my car and, and pick me up at a different boat ramp. And I was, I was planning on moving around a lot and being offshore and, and finding them, um, you know, the area was maybe 20 feet of water, you know, and it, and it, it changed a lot. There was a lot of, uh, you know, uh, God, what do they call them out there? Reefs, I guess, is, is yeah. what, it was, what was on the topo map I was looking at. Um, but no, I wasn't really able to do that. I, I just, I found a 19 and three quarter inch pre-fishing, um, and that was right before I was pretty much about to give up and go look for rivers. And I found it really shallow right on that point. And the next day I went there uh, for tournament day and they were there and there was a lot of them there. And like there were seagulls coming down and hit, feeding on the bait fish. It was just, and you could see smallmouth like cruising around in those waves. If you just like focused and looked long enough in one spot, you'd see a, a small, big smallmouth roll. I was just on like, a big school that was actively feeding um, on bait fish. So it's just the, the conditions just lined up perfectly. Right. Um, and I wasn't planning on those conditions. I just stumbled upon it. Well, how important was the, uh, the map reading then? Cause that's what I imagine. Like if you can't use a fish finder, if you can't see what the bottom looks like, 
you can kind of go off a map, right? When you're looking at where, like, how contour lines are set up and finding areas that look pretty on the map, right? Yeah, that's what I was planning on doing. It, it looked like I had, you know, miles almost of of water that I was going to just like work myself across where I had a lot of change in in the contour of the bottom just by that topo map um, and just, you know, researching the lake itself. It said it's a good smallmouth area, so I knew it was probably going to be rocky. And I figured that with that big of a change, you know, there was areas of three foot of water, areas of 10 foot down to 16 and then 20 feet. I was just going to just cruise around that whole area throughout the tournament and, and figure out what they were hanging on and the conditions that we had, I wasn't really able to do that. And fortunately I didn't have to. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I didn't even, I mean, so so the fact that you couldn't go out there and graph and explore, Mm -hmm. that's what my friend, you know, my friends who are, you know, really into the smallmouth fishing, that's what they do. They go to these lakes and they'll spend almost two days and they'll barely cast. And they'll just yeah. be out there graphing, finding where the fish are, and then see if they can find a pattern, like if the fish are going to move. Like, you, know, stuff like, you know how it is. Like the smallmouth yeah. will move and things like that. And um, it, it's, it's just, it's, it always seems like a gamble to me. That's why I hadn't really invested that much into it as far as like tournament fishing because I don't know what I would do you know, if you show to a spot and your, and your fish just move. It's like, well, now i got to spend a little bit of time trying to figure out where they're at now. And yeah, I've seen it cost my friends a few times. But, I, however, I have seen it, you know, it, it's one of those things where like if, it, if it's on though – they, like you're, in, and it's a smallmouth fishery. Like it's a good chance you're gonna win with a smallmouth, uh, just because they're just longer. You know, they won't be as fat and and happy as like some of the largemouth you see like down, especially in the southern. But they'll be long. They'll be mm-hmm. they'll be beat up and and skip, but they'll be long. And yeah. uh, but but it's it's, it's just funny because you didn't have to do all that crazy. You just it was just the conditions pretty much set you up for success. If not, who knows where you would have been off wandering trying to find these things? Exactly. Yeah, I would have been. Yeah, I would have been searching for them. You know, the whole time and probably catching fish just because there's a lot of fish in that lake but uh it yeah i don't think it would have been the quality just over and over again yeah yeah dude that's that's that's, that's interesting well let's talk you know because i want i want to build i want to talk yeah i've been talking to a lot of people about it you're trying to figure out what i'm going to do down there a river mm-hmm. fishing man uh it's different your know, river like i thought i knew what rivers were uh, and then I looked at like what the Susky was, and then I look at like what the Mississippi and some of the, like, just a different kind of river, you know, river systems. But it seems like you guys from Ohio have like a similar, similar rivers compared, to, like kind of like I guess what the Sus- Susquehanna. I'm not, I'm just gonna say the Susky because people make fun of me when I try to say yeah. the the whole word. But just you know, like, to me, it just seems like it's a skinny, skinny water for the most part. Like I was, I was looking, I was looking at the map, and it's frustrating because you know, I can look at a map, you know, for any of my lakes, and I can, it, it can tells me a lot. Uh, yeah. You look at the you look at the maps for for the Susky, and I'm like, this don't tell me anything. It just tells me everything's shallow, and I'm just like, yeah. I can't go off this. So that now I'm I'm thinking like I'm having to go down there, you know, that Thursday or Wednesday, and it's going to be just just exploring. And I, I know I'll figure it out, but still yeah. at the same time, it's like I don't have like you know like we we get ready for a tournament. You love that time when you're at home, you got a beer, you're looking at your maps, like oh this looks good, and then you look at all the different kind of map systems that you can. And, and you look at the history and things like that, but not really having a good time with this one. Uh, it's, it's just different. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but at the same time, it's like I just I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. Uh, you growing up on the rivers, what are some of the things that we can learn? Like, I mean, like it's, it's like like targeting fish um, compared to like I guess especially smallmouth compared to like how they are up here. What mm-hmm. are they like? Like, what sort of behavior? Uh, you know, they're they're in a constant. There's constant motion, so I imagine they're feeding year round pretty heavily because they're constantly having to fight currents and things like that. So I don't know, I guess maybe we can start off with just the difference between like a small mouth and the river and the small mouth, and the lakes or just, or just fish in general when you're, when you're, when you're really getting to like river fishing. 
Yeah, um, I mean, river fishing, you know, the current current is king pretty much. Uh, you know, all the fish are relating um, to the current, you know, especially here here in the summer. So, um, you know, I definitely like to, I like to, and, and a lot of people do like to focus on, you know, the the picturesque, you know, rapids and riffles that you're going to see and, and fish in those eddies, you know, the calm water directly off of the current break of those, of those riffles. But, um, you know, some areas that are, that are kind of overlooked, uh, I think, um, now obviously, you know, pe- you know, people who fish rivers and know what they're doing, um, they, they know to do this, but it, they call it the push water, you know, upstream, the upstream side of like a rapid, um, or, or the current where, where there's like a taper up, in the contour of the bottom, like the bottom will, you know, go from, it'll be real deep, like before you hit that wrapper and then it'll like taper up to it. Um, it, it seems to be like a big fish holding spot, uh, for me on a lot of rivers and, and especially the Susquehanna itself. I know pretty much all my big fish I've ever caught there are on the, the upstream side of like a big rapid or structure, um, or, or like the, there's a lot of grass islands on the Susquehanna as well. Um, so that's one thing I, I would say to focus on is uh, the, those taper up or push water um, areas is is what what I would be focused on focusing on if I was able to do do the Susky tournament. Um, but yeah, I mean uh, the, the fish just relate to relate to current really, and the Susquehanna is such a such a rocky hard bottom river that there's plenty of that around. Um, it's got a really good really good bottom for. For smallmouth, because smallmouth, especially river smallmouth, they love eating crawdads. Um, that's that's a big part of their diet. So um, and I know here in Ohio, you can kind of struggle. Some some rivers are really rocky, or you'll have stretches that are really rocky. But if, if you've got a soft bottom, um, a soft substrate, it's usually usually not as good for smallmouth. But you're probably not going to have that issue on the susky. It's all pretty good. Um, well, yeah, one thing I would just mention is. Uh, those taper ups that push water areas um and uh definitely i'd be throwing top water around around those grass islands um it's no it's no secret there but uh uh, that's probably probably what a lot of people are going to be doing yeah now you talk about like the uh there being upstream of these Mm -hmm. uh these contour differences Mm -hmm. not downstream like i mean like they're not like i'm thinking like ambush points right like i mean like how, how do they like it's so like on the susky there'll be like giant like ledges that'll run like the you can see them on a map they'll run like all the way across the river it's where it, it's kind of where like these mountain like points of the river like one side will be like a point and it'll push out into the river and there'll be like a ledge system a big rock ledge that comes across the whole river and like yeah, you'll catch fish on the downstream side, like in the rapids. Right, that's what I was I've, thinking. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of big fish there hold on the upstream side of that, like protecting, like I guess they're they're kind of protecting themselves from the current by staying like just like backed up against that those like rock ledges. Um, and if you've got a grass weed line like there as well, you could almost guarantee there's going to be a decent smallie um, on that upstream side of those rapids um sitting they, they love the grass they love to relate to the grass there so if you've got little grass islands upstream of those rapids it's it can be pretty good there and now are they sitting what do you think like it's like uh the grass i mean like that's a large mouth haven but obviously this is a, this is a small mouth fishery are, are they kind of sitting there to get at like are they are they, they kind of like like at some point do so they want to move 
you know, a constantly moving current, but then there's all those times where they they uh they want to get out of the current, right? And kind of stage and like staging points, maybe. Like Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, and smallmouth in general in the rivers, uh, you know, they like to be around that current or um, but they're usually not sitting like if they're in the current, they're usually like on the bottom hiding behind like a boulder or something on the bottom that you can't see that's blocking the current there in that right. way. They're usually not you might think they're sitting directly in the current if you're catching them in like a rapid, but they're usually in there like hiding behind something because they'll relate to the current and they like to be around it, but they don't necessarily like to be like in the current. In it. Yeah. I was just watching a, like a, it was like a hook and look video that came out today on like the St. Clair river where they were explaining that. And they showed like underwater footage of smallmouth relating um, to current and it'll look like they're in current, but they're really hiding behind something that's in that rapid um so yeah there it, it is like ambush spots that they're that they're sitting in um and especially if it's going to be real sunny this time of year they'll they'll relate to those like grass island areas um because those islands um you know it'll just create like shade shady spots for them to be in yeah i was gonna say that like what are they for as far as like cover i obviously i understand like the rocks and stuff like that but we were talking about like like let's just say like just really nice pretty day like you were talking about just blue yeah. skies um do you, do you see like a lot of like same behavior like behavior that you would see like with like a large mouth that they're constantly trying to find the shade uh because i mean obviously like there's no there's no deep end of, of river systems like this where yeah. like traditional small mouth like to hang out at like i mean they're yeah. well I, I can't believe like when i was watching like so many people who were catching these small mouths so shallow i'm like I, just, I can't imagine what that's like you know but mm -hmm. still i mean are these things hiding up on brush piles like on, on the shore you know what i mean like i, I I mean, all over the place, right? I mean, just like whatever they can find as far as yeah. uh, shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they'll, they'll relate to shade, um, you know, on a hot summer day for sure. Um, and even, yeah, since you're going to the Susquehanna, like those islands, there's so many islands and they're so big, it almost creates like a mini, like, I don't, you can just think of it like as a creek within that river that will, right. that will block out the shade, it'll block out the sun and it'll be shadier a little bit longer um, so when you do lose that like morning, you know, that morning bite, when the sun, sun starts to come up, if you can squeeze maybe into some of those islands, there are some laydowns in between these little islands that are just narrower, almost just like little Creek channels in the middle of the river, um, that you can find fish on those laydowns in there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really weird. Like these aren't like your typical smallmouth or like great lake mm -hmm. types. I mean, I mean, I imagine they are the same species and everything, but it, they kind of just relate to things different. That makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's different than, than fishing for them in a lake. And I really don't know that much about them fishing in a lake. Um, right. I just, bam, got lucky up at Champlain, but, uh, but yeah, the, I mean, they like shade in, in the summertime um, for sure, but you can't, they're not quite as much as a largemouth in a river system. Like you said earlier, they've got to eat. So, uh, the fish do tend to be more aggressive throughout the day during the summer. You know, you can still, you can still commit to a topwater bite like all day long um, on a river system because, you know, it, it is shallower and, and those fish still have to eat. And it yeah. just on a river, especially topwater just seems to be like a big fish. Yeah. I've read that a lot. Yeah. So like going off that, they're like, how would you like, like bait fish in the, in the river system? Okay, that's mm -hmm. really going to dictate what smallmouth do, anyways. Like, how do they kind of get around? Because, like, I mean, the water's moving. And I, I mean, are they constantly just moving the pockets where they can get out of like fast moving water? Are they 
is it something like we're smallmouth away from to get caught and fat? Like, like how, how? I guess I guess like how the how the how the bats of bait fish relating to everything. And like, you know, if you understand bait fish, you can kind of understand like what the smallmouth are going to do or what, yeah. it, what, what what other what any other big fish is going to do because that's kind of what you know dictates everything is is the food source. Um, right. What what is the the bait that we're looking at? Like, but what is it kind of like? Like, what is their behavior in, in a river system like this? Um, yeah, that's interesting. Like rivers, you know, they have, you know, a little bit different bait fish. Um, and, and a lot of the bait fish are feeding on like small macro invertebrates, like little stoneflies and, and mayfly nymphs that are on like a rockier bottom. So uh, a lot of times they've got to go up into the riffles and stuff too, those rockier stretches just to find, you know, those little nymphs and stuff that live on the rocks to eat. Um, which, you know, the smallmouth will follow them. And then river systems even have a lot of, uh, a lot of darters. They're like a small bait fish, uh, that their, their pectoral fins are almost like little bones where they can grab onto rocks and they can like sit in like faster current in like riffle areas and, you know, feed, you know, better on like those nymphs and stuff. So like darters are, especially in Ohio, there's, there's a lot of different kinds of darters. They're really, really diverse uh, species of bait fish, but but they do have these pectoral fins where they can just hunker down in current and kind of, kind of live in it. Um, oh wow! Yeah, I didn't even that. That's crazy. But uh, so I mean, like, is it? So when you look at the river, like, there's different parts of it. There's like obviously the faster moving part, and then you find kind of like those. Uh, I guess you would call it like what? I don't know creeks or what? Not creeks. I don't know. Like where the island breaks it off, and you got one side mm-hmm. that, and it's not that fast moving water, and it's kind of deep, mm-hmm. or it's deeper. It's deeper than some of the other areas. Um. Do you think the spot like that become important during certain parts of the uh, day or season where because the water's not moving, it's it, it's kind of it's uh, it's a little deeper, it, it's kind of yeah. actually it's kind of pulled up. Um, can those become like area of opportunities? Um, you, I mean, like the fish obviously don't feed all day, um, yeah. and, and, and you know, there's there's feeding times, there's the major, minor, whatever you know mm-hmm. we'll talk about. But uh, I mean, like, can you find them kind of just chilling, just chilling? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, typically like, you know, if we're talking with Susquehanna, I fished a couple river bass and tournaments up there. Like I'll fish like the prime, you know, juicy looking spots like in the morning. And then, you know, whenever my, I feel like my bite has died, I'll just go out into like some calmer stuff like that. And I'll just start drifting just like uh you know, just like a Ned rig or some, some finesse, just like th- dead sticking it on the bottom out there. And you'll right. just, you'll just hook into one that's just cruising around um you know not really necessarily holding on to anything yeah because I, I was just curious because you know like in the lakes you know you got your, your primary spots where like you know, you want to get those, those spots early in the morning right and, and try to get that morning bite or yeah that, whatever that feeding that feeding window is going to be but then after that when it gets you know when it, when the bite gets hard or yeah. it kind of shuts down a little bit you got to be really like specific like where you're going to be throwing lures whether you're flipping mm-hmm. or or whatever and so you, you try to find like those like those money spots um yeah. You know, and that, that's kind of what you're, what you're battling for throughout the day. Once you know, once things get tough, it's, I'm just yeah. curious. Like, you know, that's why I was looking at, at those spots. I was like, I mean, that's like a, that looks like a place to chill out for a while. Like, if you've already fed, uh, yeah. you want to stay safe. Uh, you know, you want to find shade. You know, the, th- the things that fish want to do when they're not actively feeding. And I was curious about like some of the, like those areas where you can find like, I guess like a deeper pool. You know, yeah. like l- less calmer water. Uh, just just things to get away from. Like, I guess like the total chaos of just constantly having to work your ass off. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, like, like we see in the rivers. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like your typical river, like the Susquehanna is not really your typical river, but like your typical one, you'll just set up like a float trip and the river's usually not that wide to where, 
you know, you're just going to float down and you're just going to fish everything all day long. It doesn't matter. You might, you might go a mile or two stretch where you're not really getting into them during the day, but um, typically the more water you cover, eventually you're going to find like where they're holding up. Right. Um, Especially like in the summer, you know, if the water is getting real low, like it's almost like there'll be areas where it's like the fish can no longer like travel up the river because of, you know, if the water is lower. So it's just like, well, if I just keep covering more water and just making my way down, eventually I'm going to stumble upon that like next breaking point where, where all the fish are um, or, or more fish are. Um, the, the Susquehanna is a little bit different because like doing a float trip on it, it's so wide that you kind of have to pick your path as you go or like work your way, like, up and down the river or across it um, because there are so many like islands and different stuff that break it up to where you can't really fish the, you know, both sides of the river, you know, just by gotcha. doing a yeah. trip, you've got to, you've got to kind of work your way around some stuff. And fortunately that river, like the rapids are moving pretty fast, but usually, you know, you can, it, it's pretty easy to move around from spot to spot if you want to work your way across the river versus just running it, you know, north to south. Okay. Now, what about like trying to figure out, you know, cause like, you know, fishing tournament, you know, I'm not sure how many people are going to be at the Susquehanna, but just any tournament, you're talking about 70 to 300 anglers, depending on how, how juicy yeah. it's going to be. Um, trying to figure out something different about like a river, um, you know, cause obviously, you know, you're, I mean, I'm sure your graph helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, I, I see people out there dragging their kayak with with a strap on at some of these places. So, like, what are some yep. of the things that like, you could be like to kind of kind of help set you set you apart? Like, like, like the look for you know what I mean? Like, to try to find some uh, some area because right now when you look at like look at the map, all I'm looking for is where the water is breaking on the map. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah. whatever whatever I see, everyone mm-hmm. else sees. Yeah. So and that's kind of what I'm trying. Like, I'm, and, like, I'm not trying to ask for any like deep dark secrets, but I'm sure no. I can find some, you know. But it's just like. Like trying to make a, like trying to figure out like how you want to fish it compared to everyone else, and like trying to find like so often yeah. you got to go there and you got I would call it like that that style of graphing where you're really trying to figure out the river and trying to find those A, B, and C spots. Yeah. Like how do you, you know how could you how, how can you do that? And that's why I was talking about those uh kind of yeah. those pools and stuff because you found a good one. It's like you said you might find a place. It's like this is a, a you know a place you know, a, a rest station so to say for yeah. uh, for smallmouth. You know what I mean? I was, I was curious like. When you're trying to find them like that, and you're trying to find those different spots, uh, spots that aren't obvious. Like, what, what are you looking for, and like, how did you go about that? I guess would be like the question. Um, so on a river system, uh, I first off, I'm looking at like the put-in points, um, and I'm gonna try to find like a tougher, hard-ass spot to put in that other people aren't gonna want to do. <laughs> okay. um, that way. You know, if there's a boat ramp, you know, at point A and a boat ramp at point B, but there's like this tough, like, you know, really steep bank that that is a put in um, in between the two. I might try to like snag down into that spot um, and kind of kind of beat the guys above me and below me to, you know, maybe a good spot in there. Um, but also, like, if you look at last year's like Hobie, uh, you know, Susky event. Um, it, it sounded like Mike Iconelli was doing some stuff that other people weren't doing. Um, it sounded like he was fishing like, like humps, like river humps that he was seeing on, on his electronics out, like in the middle of the river that he was finding. Um, so I don't necessarily know that he was really fishing those, you know, picturesque, you know, typical smallmouth rapids. Um, and then, uh, you know, I've watched like Christine Fisher's video of, of what she was doing last year. 
and I'm not even fishing the Hobie tournament. I just really like the Susquehanna River, and I just follow along on you know some of the stuff going on. But it, it looked like she was kind of fishing, um, fishing those big islands, um, and like fishing like isolated like laydown spots that were in there, and just throwing top water in those shady areas of those of those islands that were that you know take up you know they're out in the middle of that river. There's several different islands that you know you can pick and choose from and fish fish multiple ones throughout the day. Um, and, and I've had some success doing that, uh, on that river as well. And, um, I know, you know, the, the Pennsylvania guys, they have so much more knowledge. I, I definitely don't want to speak right. like I'm an expert. I've been to that river like three times in my life. Um, but, but there are some different things going on that, that you might be able to figure out, but, uh, like, yeah, some, some woody structure in between those islands that are, you know, they almost create just like a little, it's almost like your Creek fishing, you know, there's a bank on each side of you. If you, once you get yourself in between a couple islands, um, but yeah, I would fish like isolated wood and, and some of that, uh, that, that might be overlooked. Um, <clears throat> and then wh whatever Mike Iconelli was doing those, like those humps, those middle river humps, that's something I wouldn't pick up on, you know, without electronics, I might luck into a fish or two, just like, you know, sometimes I'll just float and just be dragging a tube as I'm floating backwards and, um, you know, you'll find a fish, but I mean, that, that river has a lot of fish in, in, in a lot of different areas. Um, and, and there's some guys who know like a specific, like those big rapids, those big ledge systems, they know specific ones that are really good and they'll sit on them all day and wait for the fish to move up there. So it's like a, you know, eventually throughout the day, those fish will move into those rapids and like feed heavily and it's just like a waiting game, but I don't know that river well enough to, to really commit and do something like that. Right. But, uh, I know Jeff Little has a, has a ton of information um, on, on how to fish that river uh, online. Yeah. Well, let me like, so the whole float thing, like I've been trying to figure that out. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's not what I thought it was. It's a little more complicated. Uh, it take, you're gonna need a buddy, uh, yeah. to go, to go, which, you know, it's hard to find in a tournament, but yeah. um, you know, like, as far as like trying to pick something apart and like moving water like that, you know, like I can sit on a spot on my lakes or whatever and, and pick it apart. You know what I mean? And, and before I even mm -hmm. think about moving on, I can sit there, pick it apart, you know, whether it goes shallow, move it, maybe they move up a little bit or whatever. Uh, with the river fishing um, and, and you're doing, and you're doing a float, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, it just seems like a weird strategy. Like when you're really trying to find, like, and I'm talking maybe it's just like pre-fishing and things like that, like really trying to, to get on them. Um, yeah. Like what's like? I guess I guess the better question like they eliminate water, uh, yes. but also be smart about it. You know what I mean? Because you, you don't want to just obviously float down the river and, and miss opportunities. Uh, yeah. But you know, but you know, picking apart water for something like that. What's like a something you've you've done in the past? Um, so like river river fish, you know, especially river smallmouth. Um, I I feel like a, a lot of a lot of times you know especially this isn't like a difficult time of the year really like you know it's not like winter or anything where you've got to fish you know crazy slow or anything right. um i think if you're fishing an area and you've made you know three or four casts on it there's probably not one there um i would just move on um and i think the name of the game is going to be covering water because in a river in a river system you're you're now i've, I've got lucky there one tournament on the susquehanna where i, I did i hit one of those spots right and I was able to sit on it and catch six fish that were between 18 and 20 inches, um, you know, just back to back to back. But but that's tough to do on a river system. Um, the name of the game usually is covering water, doing the Drew Gregory and just power fishing and just and just keep moving and and piecing your pattern together that way. Because if you find something that works in one area, 
typically you want to just keep moving and looking for another area like that because it it is a little bit different than a lake there there probably aren't going to be as many fish you know schooled up you know in, in one specific area so you you don't have to sit on a spot very long to to figure out if they're there or not they, they may be there later on in, in the day but that's uh, that that might be a gamble especially if i don't know the river that i'm usually not willing to make i'll typically just move on and just cover water just cover water um yep. now when you talk about pat like, that was something that i found interesting like uh jake harshman talked about a lot like uh you know it's it may take you a while to figure them out, but once you figure them out, like once you figure out a pattern, that's usually and then, and then there's he, he tells me like the patterns on the river, can, uh, it's complicated sometimes. Uh, it's very complicated; mm-hmm. it can change just like that. But it's like once mm-hmm. you find out where a fish is, like they're usually all kind of set up that way, like whatever they're you know relating to as far as cover or the way they're actually feeding, or, and all the way to like uh, you know what the specific lure that you're using, or whatever. Like it's it's mm-hmm. usually consistent. Like once you once you figure it out, it's like for that time period. You got that. You got. You got. You got it figured out. And uh, it, yeah. they're usually all pretty consistent with like how they behave. Uh, is that something you kind of found true too? Yeah, yeah. Usually, um, you know, even you know, just floating any river, you know, smaller stuff here in Ohio. Typically, if I find something that's working, you know, or if they're sitting in like the, a deeper pool, or if they're up, you know, shallower in the riffles, um, you know, if I'm catching them on a crankbait, or if I'm catching them, you know, just finesse fishing you know, with like a tube or something, typically the pattern will hold, uh, for, for the length of, you know, the stretch that I'm doing. Um, and, and I don't know, river fishing is kind of, I feel like it's kind of easier. You can, you can kind of catch them however you want to usually. Um, I'm I'm, I'm over here stressing out about nothing. I'm gonna get down there and have the time of my life and be like, Oh, you're you're overreacting about everything or overthinking everything. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're going to find a man and, uh, and it's going to be fun. You know, those, those river fish there, you know, they, they fight and in that river, you know, I haven't fished it this time of the year. I, now I was there, heck, it was probably about a month ago now at this point, but, um, you know, it, it, they're, they're, they're healthy fish in there. Yeah. Yeah. So now that you know, you got, you got a wind behind, you, you got a nice check behind you. Um, are, are you doing? Like, why aren't you doing this tournament? I mean, this would be like. I mean, this would be. Like, this is your strong. This is a short. This is a. This is a good lake. This would be a good time for you to fish, especially when you already have a first place on a yeah. lake that you, you literally fished blind and accidentally got blown into them. Um, yeah. And here you are going to a place where you're very strong at fishing, and, and you're not going to be there. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, you already got a shit ton of angler points from this. Uh, you know, know. I know, what's the? I mean, like, obviously, life is life, and we got all these. You know, uh, yeah. whatever requirements and commitments that we got to make but uh why aren't you doing this tournament yeah it was it was on my my schedule at the beginning of the year uh but uh my my buddy's bachelor party is uh that weekend sons of bitch you know i get dude (laughs) how how old are you 29 okay so your friends are still like i get mad like you know at 38 years old if any of my friends even think about asking me to win i'm like no it's not it's not it's not cute and adorable anymore uh you yeah. should have did this years ago like my oldest daughter's thir- no i'm done with weddings i'm never going to like the, only, the, the next wedding i'm going to is like when my kids get married i'm done with all i'm done with weddings no i'm not going to a wedding and they always want they always want to plan it when like like the best time to go do something why because the weather's nice you know mm-hmm. it's just like it, it, whatever like, how yeah. good of a friend is it if you're gonna miss doing what you want to do yeah man i know yeah i got i got the bachelor party that weekend and then like the actual weddings like october something like a good fall weekend you know oh, the morning after that year would have been on you know i'm like oh, yeah 
But yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm missing out on this one. I'm I'm looking at lacrosse and Pickwick, and try, gonna try to maybe do both of those and pick up some points and see where I stand. I guess I've only done one Hobie ever, so yeah. But my, what do you, what do you think about that? Like compared to because you know basically lacrosse is a river. Uh, mm-hmm. Pickwick is part of a river system. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I get so like a little like, anxious about this river system because you know I live close to rivers. Uh, yeah. but, you know they 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 flow right into the um, you know Lake Ontario and things like that. And these are, I mean, I don't want to say deep because I'm sure uh, the Mississippi is a lot deeper than my rivers. But you know they're they're about I don't know 40, 50 feet feet in, in the middle of them. Uh, they yeah. have a good large smallmouth. Uh, but the water's not constantly moving. There's dams that kind of dictate like how that um, how that current's going to be, and, yes. and things like that. Like, do you see a difference in trying to fish that way compared to like the, the Susky or, or, or some of the rivers? That, I, I, I talk to a lot of people from Ohio. You guys got like that's all the people fish there is river systems in Ohio. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you feel like there's like a difference. I mean, like as far as uh, I mean, like there, I, I obviously I know there's current, but not like this. It's a different kind of current. Uh, you know, compared to the Susky, but I mean, you see like a difference in those kind of systems as far as like like how you would strategize to fish, like say like the lacrosse or or pickwick compared to like the rivers that you that you normally fish. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the rivers I normally fish are are pretty small. Um, you know, you can usually usually cast across them; they're not not very big. Um, so even the Susquehanna is a little bit a little bit challenging, you know, to, to kind of go up there. It's a little bit overwhelming when you get there, how big it is, uh, you know, it's a mile wide in some spots, but that, you know, with that being said there, there's enough fish, you know, that you, you, know, you can figure them out. Um, but yeah, it's definitely different. You know, the, those bigger river systems, it's definitely a bigger, a, a different ball game to just, just fishing a small, small stuff that I like to do, but still, um, you know, I just like to fish current relating to the current. I think that's, yeah. that's why, I, you know, Champlain, I didn't really feel that far out of my element because it was like, I was fishing one big, like current stream you know, blown into me all day long. Yeah. I guess that's, I, I'm not up here. We don't have a lot of current though. I mean, we have, it, you would think it would be current, right? Cause everything, mm-hmm. no matter where the water sources are coming from, everything kind of flows yeah. towards somehow so one way or another, everything flows towards the, uh, the Adirondack. We had this whole canal system that takes water from everything, and it yeah. all it all eventually gets to like Lake Ontario. Uh, but they're just not these uh, these strong currents that you can really um, that you can really like like uh, rely on, I guess, compared to like what I hear about like down in like the you know, the Mississippi chains and stuff like that. Like it's yeah. it's just it's just totally different. Even the Finger Lake, you know, the Finger Lakes, like you don't get a lot of current unless the wind's blowing. Uh, mm-hmm. Oneida, o- Oneida is kind of the same way, I'm, and it's just. Uh, I'm just not. A, I just don't really understand like current. I guess the way some people do. A lot of people don't even come up here and fish from down south. And you'll try to get another come fish these tournaments. Like I don't know how to relate to anything up there. There's no current. I'm like, oh, well then, then don't get pissed at me when I don't want to go fish. You know, fish your Susky event because mm-hmm. I don't understand river systems. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's, it's 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 one guy bitching about the other thing. But um, yeah. you know, but the, the whole current thing, I've really got to get up. Well, I, I got to get out there and actually try it because I'm I'm spoiled up here with the things yeah. that I have up here. Um, so, but it's still, it's, it's, it's a skill, I guess. I just, I haven't really, um, had a chance to really figure out. Oh, you, you'll, you'll figure it out, man. You'll figure it out probably pretty quick. Um, you know, it's, I know it probably sounds intimidating, you know, if you're, if you're not used to doing it, but, uh, yeah, the fish are going to be related to the current and, you know, that doesn't always mean that they're in the current. Um, sometimes they're, you know, on that upstream side of it where, you know, in a way things are just getting pushed to them and they're just sitting, 
in front of it and it's just like you know the, the whole river is just you know they say it's just like a conveyor belt of food for them so yeah. <laughs> they're going to be facing upstream and uh you know they're going to be eating so you'll yeah you're, you're gonna have fun down there okay so so you're thinking about doing lacrosse or pickwick right yeah yeah lacrosse is my uh it's, it's my bucket list now if you go out mm -hmm. there are you are you going to fish are you going to go look for a frog bite or something like that? Does that kind of fishing ever like, uh, I know you bait, like you tell me that you, uh, whenever you look at, you know, when you're going to go fish in some place, you look for a river or some kind of access that you're used to. Um, but that place, I mean, have you looked at it on the map? It looks like the best, the greatest place on the planet to throw a frog at. It does. Yeah. Um, I haven't frog fished in God, years probably, but, uh, if it's something I, I feel like I have to do, I probably will. Um, down in Florida, I used to throw, uh, I learned this from, from Jean Wilson down on the, uh, the Wasissa river. She throws just like a Magnum speed worm on top of the water and just drags it over like the weeds and stuff that way. So, so maybe I won't necessarily be frog fishing, but I, I might be doing something like that. Well, do you feel like it's, uh, you know, cause everyone says fish your strengths and things like that. Is that something that you just, they, I mean, these, these lakes aren't, you know, they're, they're a little bit different than what you're used to, but they're, you know, there's, there's grass fisheries and things like that. Like, are you ready to travel and start and, and like, I guess, expand your horizon a little bit? Is it something you're comfortable with? It's not like you've been fishing a very long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been fishing a while. And and like I said, usually the KB, KBF events I'll do, I'll, uh, you know, I, I went down to South Carolina earlier this year and, you know, just fished the river system that was connected to the lake. So um, a, a lot of what I would be doing is probably that. Now, if I, you know, if I manage to work my way into a, you know, a, a better boat and, and I'm able to get set up a little bit more for real lake fishing, that could be, you know, the next step of, you know, the next challenge for me is trying to, trying to learn that and figure out that out. Cause I feel like if I can, if I can get decent at, at figuring out, you know, real lake fishing and, you know, maybe doing stuff offshore. And if I had the, the electronics and stuff and paired that with, with what I know on the, the small river game, Right. You know, I, I could I could do well in this, but uh, yeah, that's that, that's an unanswered question really for me, and on if I'll be able to do that. But I my, my confidence in my comfort zone is always going to be um, fishing the rivers and creeks that are connected to these these big systems that these tournaments are on. And I guess it's strictly because of current, right? I mean, like you can say like it's river, but like it's what you're like you seem like you're kind of one of those guys if you can find current. Um, mm -hmm. ever relates to like the wind like like wind type current you think because i think like i said that's mainly what that's mainly what our current is up here is uh yeah. you know it's, it's it's weather induced uh current but i mean yeah. do you think that the fish kind of relate the same though in a sense like um like you know like staging points and, or ambush points and things like that i mean it, it can't be that much different right well i mean i don't have a whole lot of experience with it like typically you know i'm on a small enough river to where the wind is is never really that i mean it can be a pain but it's never been a factor for me right in terms of what it was on champlain that was a whole different new world for me <laughs> but you know it it did somehow i guess play into my strengths of like i'm willing to do the hardest bullshit that other people don't want to do. Yeah. I was willing to go out there and flip my boat and get to this spot. And like the spot was just so chaotic that it was like that, that river comfort zone. I like things like rapid and, and challenging in that way. And I like fishing in, in that environment. So it yeah. I did play into my strengths. Not really. I got really lucky. I mean, I, right. I sat in the spot and I cast either straight out, at a 45 degree angle to the right or at a 45 degree angle to the left. I made three casts all day and they were just there. That was just. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't wait for that day to happen to me when things just work out so perfect. Right now I'm, 
I'm working pretty goddamn hard. Well, I mean, obviously you worked hard for your fish, but as far as like finding yeah. fish and locating them, and, and you know, I haven't had that day where everything just magically comes together, and I'm on you know KBN with a big check behind my head. I just haven't had that day yet. Yeah, man, it, it it's coming, and and I never really thought it was going to happen to me. I you know, you know, tournament fishing really since like 2015, and I used to always just wonder, like, man, you know, in river bassing was your top three fish. Um, it wasn't five. And I was like, man, how did these guys come out and just consistently put up like 60 inches, you know, three yeah. 20 inches everywhere we go. I'm like, when's that going to happen for me? And, uh, you know, I finally had, you know, had that situation happen where I just, but you know, what, what those guys were doing, I'm talking like Lance Coley and Tim Perkins, you know, those, those yeah, guys Perkins. know what, they know what they're doing and, yeah. and, it, and it's talent and knowledge there. But, uh, but what, what happened to me? I just got, I just got really lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, well, one more question, and then we'll kind of wrap this thing up. But, uh, yeah. you know, after fishing, you know, Lake Champagne and, and getting that experience and flipping your kayak three times and not having a fish finder, uh, what are you looking at in the future? Like, uh, what would you change up or what do you want to change up? Because, uh, I mean, they only have so many uh, tournaments on, you know, river systems. And I know you can kind of find, you know, yeah. you can find you can find spots that kind of fit, you know, but – we're all trying to get better and expand, you know, so we don't get caught up in just one, one way of fishing. Uh, do you want a new kayak? Are you, are you going to invest, start investing in other uh, equipment now? Because I mean, yeah. once, once, once you win first place at a Hobie event, um, not, not that it really matters, but like, I mean, there's some expectations now, right? Yeah, like, I yeah, mean, I <laughs> it's like, can he do, you know, could he do it again? Or, or, or you probably get a little bit hungrier now. It's like, now I want to do it again. I want to go out there and compete against That's the right. best of the best. Uh, yeah. has, has anything changed as far as like what you want to get? Are we getting rid of the Kilroy or, or anything like that? Yeah, I'm probably going to keep my Kilroy. Uh, I've got a Jackson Cruise as well, yeah. but I'm, I might sell. Uh, I've had it since, you know, 2014 probably now at this point. Um, but I am, uh, I'm looking, I'm car topping. Like if people saw me in the, uh, the check-in there at Lake Champlain, you know, the guy that's got a, Kilroy car topped on his Ford Escape. They they probably wouldn't have thought I was going to be the guy that won the tournament. Um, <laughs> no. No, but, we had like Mike Iaconelli's gigantic truck yeah. with two Hobies on, and you know yeah. it's like there's so many badass. I mean, not that you know rigs, are, but you know there's so many rigs that look like they were ready to go out there and win Lake Champlain. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think uh, I think a big portion of this check uh, from Champlain's going to go to. Uh, I'm looking at a Hobie Lynx right now. Um, because it is so lightweight and I can car top it and I still think it's going to, I'm going to be able to get it in and out of rivers well, but also have that pedal drivability. Um, and I like to keep things pretty simple. I don't bring a whole lot of stuff out there with me. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I, I'm not good. I'm not ready to pull the trigger quite yet, but that's what I'm looking at right now. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. So what, what do you think your next term is going to be for sure? Uh, lacrosse is, I'm on the, you know, I'm on the fence with it, but definitely, definitely Pickwick. And there, there's some local stuff I'm going to do, uh, here with the Buckeye kayak fishing trail. They've got a Dayton and Columbus rivers events, but, um, right now, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at lacrosse. I'll probably end up doing it. Um, just because I got to get three in now, yeah. um, you know, just to see, see if I can make anything happen. I, it, you know, it's almost a shame to leave a first place finish, you know, to just sit yeah. there. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. Cause I, I was talking to, uh, what was his name? Matt, Zet, whatever he, like he, he was on my yeah. podcast. Uh, he got like seventh place, whatever, sixth or seventh place. Good yeah. placement. It's just like, 
when you get when you place really well, it's like, dude, you kind of got like, I mean, like, yeah, you kind of got to go back and, and try to get some more, you know. what I mean, and I always worry when I talk to people because it's like, they're like, uh, you know, they'll always say, well, that's that's the last one for me. I'm like, yeah, but you just you got points, man. You got points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Are, are, are you thinking about the determinant of champions now? Is that something you follow in your radar? It's on my radar. I'm I'm supposed to go to Vietnam that week, but the war's uh, over, bro. Where are you going there for? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, my my girlfriend. She's she's Vietnamese. Uh, she's you know born and raised in Columbus, but uh, we you know we had booked this trip back you know months months and go months before ago. before you're a first place winner, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and but right now the travel restrictions there, like I still don't think we'd be able to go. You know, mm. if if it was today, so. We're kind of waiting to see what's going to happen with that. But, I mean, if I go in and do well at lacrosse and then, you know, just go go to Pickwick and pick up more points, you know, maybe that Vietnam trips gets pushed back because, yeah, there, there's a lot on the line there, tournament of champions. So. Yeah, I mean, like the momentum, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, all right, man. Well, shit. I'm trying to think about anything else to ask you. Uh, it seems like a lot of stuff I've already. That, that's, whenever it says there's like, is there such things as a two big question? I'm pretty sure I asked a few of them tonight, but uh, I really do yeah. appreciate you coming on talking to. I, like, everyone, like everyone's gonna listen because everyone knows. Like, I wasn't gonna sign up for the Susky. I've been saying yeah. this for like two years. I'm not doing that. Not doing that tournament because it's nothing. It's nothing like what I'm used to fishing. So when I finally like you know bucked up and said I was gonna do it, and I've actually signed up now. They got my money, so I'm trying to yeah. try to try to try to make myself feel better. But, you know, talking to the people who've actually have experience with uh, river fishing and you seem the best guy to, uh, to do it. So I appreciate you coming on the show and actually uh, share some of your uh, your knowledge about the whole thing. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I, uh, you know, if you send me your number or I could probably Facebook message you, you know, maybe some more specific details of what I what I know of the Susky. I'm I'm no expert, but I, I know some areas that. That that'll that usually holds some some nice fish. So, <laughs> well, I can't I can't do that because everyone will be like, "Oh, Josh is cheating." But uh, yeah, <laughs> but I do. I really do appreciate it, man. Yeah. Is there anyone you want to thank that kind of makes fishing easier for you? Like, I don't, uh, know if, I don't know if you got sponsors or just want to thank none. your your awesome girlfriend who uh, who carried your yeah. ass around uh, Lake Champlain and got you from wherever area to area. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't have any sponsors. That's right. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely thank uh, Trang, my girlfriend. She uh, she shuttled me around. Uh, that was her first tournament experience. Uh, and she she held my me to high standards there. You know, I'd send her a picture of a 19 and she told me to, you know, go get a 20. Um, so yeah, she definitely pushed me there and, uh, you know, had, had food for me, you know, when I got off the water. So yeah, big shout out to her. Well, cool, man. Well, congrats on the first place. I know it's, been, it's already been a few weeks and, uh, but man, yeah. uh, I mean, there's still half a season left, so hopefully you get back on the water and do some yeah. more damage, man. But, uh, yeah, man, it was good talking to you, and uh, let's stay in touch. All right, yeah, appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, later.